Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Welcome, everyone. My name is Christopher Pollard. I'm from Milwaukee Film. From 88.9, my name is Dory Zori. <laughs> yeah, and this is Cinnabuds. And this week on Cinnabuds, we are talking about Luther, the Fallen Son. Detective Superintendent Schenk. We need to know where he is. Look, I know he's in prison. Except he's not in prison. Of course he's not. We're talking about Luther, the Fallen Son. That is the film version of the TV show. Not version, I guess. It's a, like a continuation, continuation of yeah. the, what, five seasons of the TV show made yeah. by the BBC about DCI John Luther, a yeah. brilliant but very disturbed and oftentimes disgraced um, Haunted. detective. Yes. Haunted is Haunted. a good way to put it. Played by the beautiful Idris Elba. Dreamy. James Bond. <laughs> Why can't he be James Bond? I know. It's such an ordeal. Let it happen, Hollywood. Yeah, I want to talk on. I want to talk a little bit about it. Um, but yeah, in this incarnation, if you're not familiar with the series, BBC series, it was great. I really, really liked yeah. it. And I don't even know how I discovered it. I think I just came across it. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize what a phenomenon it was over there. Yeah. And then it kind of leaked over here once he became famous over here. You like the dark characters, dark complex yeah. characters with a haunting past. Yeah, I do love a, not a procedural. I mean, a procedural sounds so boring. I like the hunt of the, the cops got to get the bad guy and they got to be smart about it. I like, like Sherlock Holmesy type of thing. Yeah, he is so smart and this one has him breaking out of prison in the beginning to hunt down a serial killer who is terrorizing London. If you like Black Mirror kind of storylines, yeah. I feel like that is what was kind of behind the evil villain of this yeah. movie who is played by Andy Circus, David Robbie, one of the best on-screen villains in a long time for me. Yeah, I mean Andy Circus is really good at being sinister. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, he's Gollum. Yeah. He's the Gollum, but he's also he's played this kind of creepy character a few times, and he's really good. Before we get into much more, what is up with that wig slash hair piece, though? I did want to point it out that uh, I laughed out loud when you first see him, his hair. Because you see his face <laughs> mm-hmm. with a hat on, and then he has this. George like, Michael in the prime yeah. of Wham! Oh, that, that nailed it. I was going to say 80s newscaster, but... I think George, I think Wham George is is the right way. But you dug his villainous portrayal. Yeah, he was very good. And uh, Luther, it's like he hasn't played this character, Idris Elba, in a while, but he fell right back into it really well. So we're going to talk all about the film adaptation of Luther and more in the podcast. So we hope you stick around. We'll be right back. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. All right. 
Let's get into it. So let's start by saying you watched half the movie. (laughs) Yeah. So I am about an hour and a half in, Mm -hmm. and I think maybe a little bit less even. Uh, And I have about 45 minutes left. So where I was is Luther is a policeman at the beginning of the movie, Mm -hmm. and he is framed Mm -hmm. uh, for crimes and sent to jail. Mm -hmm. So right away they get into that. Right. And uh, in the meantime, he had just been put on a case that he doesn't get to solve because he's in jail. And if you know Luther, that's not going to sit well with him. stand. That's right. So he has to break out. First of all, I very much enjoyed this. The prison that they filmed in was an actual prison in Dorchester that closed in 2014. And then they kind of rehabbed it a little bit to make it the prison in the movie, which I thought, like sometimes when you watch movies, don't you think this has got to be a real Yeah prison a real restaurant right. a real whatever instead of a stage set yeah absolutely so that was kind of cool but that fight scene was cool oh that when he has to get out when he has to get out of prison yeah. and then a gang's trying to kill him at the same time and he kind of orchestrated his prison breakout by having this gang come after him that's right yeah. but it wasn't like over the top john wick kind of fight scenes not that i am mad at that right, right. but it was kind of realistic like it's just yeah. him pushing his way and just struggling just struggling it was great you're right it was great, and it was filmed like it took a while. Yeah, like you see him go from his cell all the way through all these different levels, and it's you're right. It's filmed in a way. Actually, it reminds me of this is a weird reference, but the the Daredevil TV series that they had on oh, Netflix yes. a few years ago. Yes, some of those fight scenes. I mean, it's supposed to be a superhero, but. You see people get tired. You yep. see people struggling to keep going while also having great choreography. So it was kind of like that. And it felt like now, I'm sure it wasn't, but it felt like it was a one shot too. Because it just, you were with them the yeah, whole way, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. There's probably a f- term for that in filmmaking. Yeah, a fake one shot. <laughs> a fun, sh- fun shot? A fun shot. <laughs> So that was pretty cool. They also closed down Piccadilly Circus. I don't know if you got to that part. Um, For the longest time they've ever closed that area of London to film several nights there, which was kind of cool. And I don't think you saw the abandoned tube station scenes yet. I think that's in the second half of the movie. Okay. I may have when he's chasing... A oh, villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I did see a little bit of that. That was kind of cool, too, because that looked real. And that was a tube station that was built in 1907, abandoned in like 1994. Oh. So I don't know. The locations just felt really yeah. cool. It is really good. The hunt, like this movie is all uh, so far. Mm-hmm. Again, still got a little good way to go. <laughs> is all that hunt. And it's you see Luther using that. Sherlock Holmes brain. Mm-hmm. The only thing I haven't liked so far, and I wouldn't even say I haven't liked it. I just sort of go, mm, guys, come on. When the, he's talking to DCI, is that what they call them? DCI Detective? Odette Rain. Yeah. He's talking to Odette and he is trying to figure this out. He makes a leap at one point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a real big leap. Now, I understand the idea is that he's just thinking and he gets into people's heads and he knows, but there's a weird reach which then breaks open like, oh, we've really got to focus on this. I noticed that too <clears throat> and I okay. and I attributed that to like the series of Luther everything really took its time to get where it needed to be but because this was a movie I feel like they kind of jumped yeah. ahead a little bit to move the story that forward. Could be. But it was that's such a minor thing and most I'm really enjoying it so far. Can we talk about DCI Odette Rain yeah. played by Cynthia Arrivo? Did you know she has daytime Emmys? 
She has a Grammy because she's a singer. She was oh. the Blue Fairy in Pinocchio. That's she where I has a Tony, <laughs> and then she's been nominated for just about everything else: Golden Globes, Oscars. Like she could be an EGOT someday. Oh yeah, she was in Widows, which was a movie I really enjoyed. A Steve McQueen film, not the actor. Um, oh yeah, she was. She's really good. But she looks so different and was so different in this movie that I it took yeah. me forever. I had to look it up to find out where she was from. So I loved Luther, but as the seasons went on, I think they got a little less strong for me personally. And this yeah. was stronger than the last couple seasons. But definitely, if you're a fan of the Luther series, I think that this is a great movie to watch. Could it be a standalone if you've never seen those? Yeah. I don't know if you'd be as invested in like where the value and what Luther's done in the past that brings him now to now. Yeah, so you, you would have to just take for granted that, uh, trust me, he's really good at his job. Yeah, right. Like that's just how that, you'd have to accept that. And then you're like, oh, OK, he's good at his job. But you're going to want to go back and watch <laughs> at least the first few seasons yeah. of Luther because I would go back and watch those over and over again. One thing I missed uh, from this was Ruth, who played the killer that he sort of befriends or yeah. partners with mm-hmm. a bit in the series. Yeah. That element of the show was so good that I missed that a little bit here, but you do have Andy's circus kind of make up for it with his like villainousness. That is true. And it all comes back to technology. Every yeah. supervillain in movies I've watched lately is affected because technology is going in a terrible direction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it really wanted me to turn off all the speakers on all my devices that I own. I thought the same thing. I'm like, I should cover my, because they talk about you should put tape over the camera just in case. I also think I'm not really a target for anyone. That's I, that's how they get you. That's how you become a target. Because they, you're, you got your guard down. <laughs> if Luther has taught us nothing, it's to keep your guard up 24-7 and never relax. Oh, exactly. I feel like to prepare for a role like this, Especially in the seasons of Luther. I don't know how Idris like gets out of that super dark place he has to go to. I feel like this movie put it was less of that preparation. But yeah. I wonder how easy it is to just slide into a role like this after you've done it for so long. Yeah, I was thinking. I mean, it seems like he did. I mean, it felt just like watching the show to mm-hmm. me. Him, at least, you know. So I, I would imagine he's got it under his hat. No problem. Mm. That's my guess. His very beautiful. His beautiful hat. Beautiful hat. <laughs> Apparently they make a reference to Bond in the Luther film. Did you catch it? I think I did, okay, actually. I don't know if I got to it yet, maybe. Well, we're going to have to go back and watch it again. Right. But hey, you guys out there that are listening and yeah. watch Luther, if you know what that reference is... Tell us. Yeah. Go to our Instagram page. I know this has been talked to death, so we don't have to talk about it a long time. So it sounds like he's saying he actually doesn't want to play Bond any. Like the idea of Bond isn't really appealing to him now. I think I've read that. Do you think that's true or do you think he's just like, you know what? You didn't ask me the first seven times. I'm, yeah. I'm over it. I wonder. And it, it's such a shame because I would have loved the narrative to be like the fans want this. Mm-hmm. Like people are crazy. They love the idea of him doing it. And then to make that happen would have been great. But I, f- I can imagine with some big franchise like Bond, there's a lot of politics and like money and mm-hmm. bad decisions being made because of it. So I can see how maybe they edged. And so he's like, well, forget it then. Idris Elba now starring in fake Bond. What would that I be? I know. He could I just mean, start his own franchise that is 
opposite of Ian Fleming, but still like portraying a character like that. I like the Bond movies well enough, but I do think Luther is a more interesting character. Luther is just like Bondish slash Sherlock Holmesy, but on a smaller scale Mm -hmm. than Bond. Yeah. So I'm happy with what he's done. Yeah, me too. He doesn't need Bond. Yeah. I started watching Mandalorian season three. Oh, lucky. And now I have a reason to snuggle on the couch with my stuffed Grogu instead of just doing it uh, when Mandalorian isn't on. Oh, yeah. How are you enjoying it? I love it. Yeah. I can't wait to dig in. I haven't dug in yet. I'm catching up on Last of Us. Mm. And I finished off Poker Face. We've talked about both of those, which are two of my favorite shows. And then occasionally watching more Murder, She Wrote, just to fill in the gaps. But I did because of the because uh, the Oscars, well, not because the Oscars were on, it just came up. I'd seen almost all of the animated uh, nominees, mm. but I hadn't seen Puss in Boots. I haven't yet either. Millen was, refuses to watch it with me, so I have to watch it when he's gone. <laughs> Wait, was Puss in Boots good? It was great. It was. Do you hear that, Mr. Yeah. Dory Zori? It was great. It was really great. It's very funny. And there's a really adorable dog in it. The characters are too. The thing is, I, I don't want it to win ever. Right. Because they are cute and funny and great in the exact same way that they're always cute and funny and great. Mm-hmm. It's not a complaint. Honestly, right. sometimes you like that reliable style and you know you're going to have some fresh characters and some, you know, that's great. But it is, it's pretty samey, but really entertaining. And I, I loved it. Still loved it. Entertaining for adults and children alike. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to put Puss in Boots on my list. Let me know when you watch Mandalorian. Katie Sackhoff is in it. Again, I love her. I think her best role is Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica. I was going to say, I miss that show. I miss being excited about that show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do very much enjoy her in Mandalorian, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan, so I can't wait. So, uh, <laughs> Luther, The Fallen Sun, S-U-N, yeah. streaming now. So are the old episodes. Go yeah. check them out. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we would like you to know that this show is lovingly produced by Carrie Salinas. Her gentle editing hand making us sound <laughs> smarter than we actually are. That's right. And thanks to Brett Newski for such a fun theme song that really is never going to be replaced. It's going to be our theme song for the, all yeah. the time. Why would we? Why would and we? also, our members, both from Radio Milwaukee and from Milwaukee Film, thank you so much for your support. We love you. Go see a film in a theater. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.